y'all are hardballing. Don't lower your standards and be upfront about what you want because, you know, time is precious and you don't want to waste it dating someone that wasn't your match in the first place. What the f*** is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? This is Unwaxed. Get in, Lizzie. We're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Unwaxed Podcast with your favorite sisters, Sophia and Sistine. You guys. You guys. What is happening, Sistine? This feels weird. If you're listening to the podcast right now, you're probably wondering why Sophia's audio sounds drastically different from my audio. Different as in better. Because well, who's using a fake mic that's not even attached to the computer? You guys, Sophia jumps on this Zoom call. By the way, we're recording today's episode via Zoom because she's in Florida. I'm in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, which we will explain very soon. But she comes on looking so professional with this gorgeous blue microphone. And I thought, well, I need one, too, to look like a professional podcast host. But mine's not even plugged in, and I'm still talking into it as if it's a working microphone. No, and the best part, Sistine, is you think you're the only fraud in the group. I'm currently sitting in mom's bathroom while you're actually having beautiful lighting. I can't find a room to sit in. So I'm in the bathroom. There's a shower over there. There's a closet over there. And we're just making what works. The acoustics sound great for you, though. They probably do. Do I sound great? Do you hear me? You sound you sound like you're echoing oh, in a cool way, you know? Kind of like, yeah. okay, I like that. I like that. Well, so as Sistine said, I'm in Florida. She's in LA. And, you know, it's kind of a rarity to be apart for this long. And I think we weren't planning on not seeing each other for like two weeks. No. Sophia pulled the rug out from beneath no. me to say in less of fewer words. I wasn't expecting her to be apart from me. We spent the holiday in in Florida, and we were supposed to continue our New Year's plans together elsewhere. And Sophia goes, psych, I'm staying here. Peace out. Have a good time. Okay, I wish that it was that easy, and I just <laughs> randomly was like, all right, Sistine, screw you, screw this. I'm staying in Florida. No, no, no. But I'll get into exactly why I ended up not going with you. But we spent, yeah, New Year's apart. Sistine was in Sun Valley with her boyfriend. And we can get into that because if you guys know us, we don't ski. We don't know snow. I don't know the last time either of us have actually been in snow. And I was in sunny, humid Florida with Sylvester and Jen. So that was, and no one else, like I didn't have Scarlett with me. It was me and the dogs. <laughs> and so yes. um, I kind of want to get into actually, if I didn't really ask you exactly what you ended up doing in Sun Valley, like how was it? How was New Year's? How was it different from LA? You know how we always say that we manifest things too hard sometimes and then they come true and we're like, ah, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't mean it. You know, it was a joke. When I put skiing on my vision board last year, I didn't think I would actually go skiing. Now, in theory, you know, dressing up to go skiing and putting on a onesie and wearing little earmuffs, like all of that sounds really cute. 
but there's nothing cute about negative four temperatures, which I was in. No, and this and... is the funniest. Wait, so see, the funniest part is we in Florida before she left, we looked at what the temperature was, and we were like, okay, so seems like it's fourteen, fine. And that goes to scene. Scroll down. What does it say next to feels like? And she said it felt like negative one. <laughs> no, but see, when I got there, it was a high of two degrees. So this is a girl who doesn't even own a full length t-shirt. I only have crop tops. So now I have to figure out how to bundle, how to layer, how to go skiing with a group of people that are actually really good at skiing. So that was also another thing that I was so nervous about was not only am I trying to impress my new boyfriend, right? And his friends at skiing, I'm trying to be able to keep up with people that know how to do. And I haven't seen snow in 10 years, let alone skiing in 10 years. No. And so they, they were so sweet. They, um, Actually, it was really embarrassing. Right when we got to the mountain to do the first run, they go, Sistine, why don't you go on the bunny hill just to get your feet warm? That's a good idea. I, I, by the way, I like, think they should. Yes. No, should it's, be the- but I don't think you understand. I thought it was a little bit steep, a little bit hard. It was at like a one degree angle. It was almost a flat surface. It wasn't even a hill. And I was going up this little conveyor belt, right, on my skis to go up this tiny mountain. And in front of me, there's a toddler. And behind me, there's a toddler. And then there's me in the middle. And no, it gets worse. As if I'm, like, crying because it's so funny. As if that wasn't embarrassing enough. And they're all standing there laughing, watching these toddlers go whip down. I start to slide backwards on the conveyor belt. And I'm starting to slide into this all these toddlers. And it's becoming a domino effect of me hitting a toddler then the toddler hitting another one then another one and stop. i'm ruining the entire line and the guy the little kid behind me is like stop hitting me and it was just i was like i've never done this before give me a break so anyway i crushed the bunny hill we go up and i was actually very impressed with my skills i only fell like three times That's um, so bad. But, but then i got cocky which is something i need to work on because i think mm. that i can do more than i can and then i started going down way harder mountains to keep up with them and I literally had to slide on my ass like all the way down because I could not do it it took me about 35 minutes longer do you think you got better though I'll tell you this I don't know if I got better I'm just proud of myself um but I don't need to do it again like I'm Mm -hmm. good for the next 10 years gotcha Gotcha. I don't know. I, I totally respect and admire people that are like, I'm a skier. But extreme sports, to me, is not a vacation. Not you know, if you, have to wear a, if you have to wear a helmet to have fun, that's not my version of fun. You know? <laughs> like, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And how was your New Year's, though? Did you do anything fun? How was, you had a New Year's kiss, I'm assuming? I'll tell you. Yeah, I, you know what? I was such... New Year's to me, I thought was so overrated. Sometimes I still think it's overrated, but I think now that I'm in a relationship, maybe I was just bitter because I wasn't in one all these other years. Right. And being in a relationship on New Year's just hits different. Does it? Like having a New Year's kiss and doing the countdown with someone, it's kind of like a movie, you know? Were you guys uh, like hanging out together with a big group of people? Was it at a bar? Was it at home? No, was it was it- just our friends. It was really intimate, but it was 
so sweet and it was just fun like everyone around us was fun and i don't know it, no new this, year's does this year different. yeah it does when you have a relationship too i feel like i mean for anybody i mean i don't know if i get sentimental during new year's or something but i know that when the countdown happens you're just like okay it's a whole new year not like Oh, wait, this is the stupid thing is like, you can kind of feel like that any day, really, like if you wanted to start something mm-hmm. new, but it, there's something to be said about it being New Year's. It's like 2022, like what's going to yeah. happen this time? Because you think about you this last year, so different to where you are right now. Oh my God. You know? Can you like think back, Sophia, to how you were in January last year? Actually, as opposed to January this year. No, seriously, you can't even remember. And that's actually an important lesson I think we should pick up on really Mm -hmm. quick. Sometimes when we think we're going through something in our life that seems so overwhelming and that it's going to be our the end of our world and it's just soul crushing and it, it takes over every single cell of your body. But then you fast forward a few weeks, a few months, and then even a year and you're like, I don't even remember what I was feeling, what I was so upset about. I mean, I remember I was having mental breakdowns left and right last January, and I couldn't even tell you what one was about. Me neither. I can't even tell you who I was talking to, who my friends were, like where I was living. I really just can't remember any of that. I can't remember it. Okay, so I want to hear about your New Year's. I want to hear about also, okay, why don't we start with why you decided to stay Mm -hmm. in Florida? Okay, so it wasn't because I just randomly was like, I don't want to go and I never wanted to go in the first place. Like, I want to experience all of these new firsts with Sistine. Like, I think it's been really fun. Like, I hear about our parents doing these, like, cool ski trips or, Mm -hmm. like, growing up and things like that. So that's all I really wanted to do was get to experience that with her. But I don't know if anyone else um, also feels a hammer getting pounded in their head, a.k.a. migraines. And that's what I was experiencing towards the end of the end of the year. So I was just getting uh, hot flashes at night. I was getting severe migraines where poor Sistine was taking the butt of it. Um, because if you guys know how migraines feel, you feel like you are in your own personal hell. It is just the worst. And so I made the decision that if I was going to have all of these migraines and I couldn't sleep and I was not feeling great, that I wouldn't want to put that on anybody. And especially my sister who's getting to have this really cool experience with her boyfriend. I'm like, you know what? It's healthier for me to stay home and be with parents, which I I still love Florida. So it's nice to be here with them. But then, you know, I have to miss out on something that I definitely had FOMO. I definitely had FOMO. There was times I was like, yeah, are you kidding? Like, just because I'm here and I know some people here and it was easier to acclimate doesn't mean I wasn't like, oh, shit. Like, I, yeah, of course, I've been wanting to go to Sun Valley with you guys. Like, right when you told me about it, I was like, let's go. I, like, you gave were you my missed. ski clothes. You were definitely missed. It's okay. But it ended up actually being really nice. As you can see, I'm tan and blonde. I mean, not the lighting in the room is the best. But um, it's been good. I spent a lot of time with mom and the dogs. And I just love Florida. I don't know if she feels this way, too. But when we are here for a long period of time, we look awesome i don't know if it's the humidity if it's the tan if it's the ocean i don't know what it is but for my new year's i uh went to an event like a small thing with my parents um and then i just went to dinner with some girlfriends and we went out for a hot second but it it wasn't like anything different but it was really fun because um 
the group was really fun. And you know how we always say that nothing's fun unless you have a really good group of people that are all they're in it. They're like, we want to have fun. We want to go out. We want to make this a really good time. And so, yeah, I did. I get a New Year's kiss. No. Did I have the opportunity? No. No. Did I, did I even get to kiss my friend? No. What did I kiss? I literally your hand. Myself. No, I like took a shot and I was like, here, bring it back. Let's do it. Uh, single again. That's okay too. I I loved it. It was like not a bad New Year's, honestly. I was kind of I was worried that it was gonna be shitty. But I did go to an event with my parents where I was bullied there. Okay, yeah, you called me and you were freaking out about yes. This. What happened? Okay, let me explain what happened, y'all. I go to this small dinner gathering with my parents, and it's their their friends that are hosting it. And I don't know anyone at this place. And I don't know the kids. I don't know the adults. I don't know anybody. And so I get placed at a table with kids, quote kids. They're all like 25 to 35. Wait, let's break that down really fast. Um, how do you feel still getting sat at the kids' table? I don't know. I, I well, actually, you know what? This time it was fine. I love it. I, <laughs> no, but it wasn't a kids' table, like 12-year-olds. It's kids' table, the kids of the the parents whatever you know um where did you go i'm getting the water oh okay um because so, <laughs> people are probably watching this going <laughs> where did she head out um yeah so i is that the jello shot from halloween that i made would it if be you guys so could see dis- this would it be so if disgusting you- if i tried some of this old jello shot from i don't think it'd be horrible you can try <laughs> a little bit if you want to try it Oh god! So, uh, if you guys are not watching this on YouTube, yeah. Sassine just found an old Jello shot, actually a syringe, um, in the refrigerator. So that's cool. That means we have a continue clean as you were saying. Yeah, let me explain the story because this this is also it includes the podcast. So mm-hmm. I sit at this table with twenty five year olds and thirty five year olds, and I don't know any of them. Um, I'm sitting next to this one guy. I don't really know him either, and no one's really talking. And I get there to the table, and I'm like, you know what? They all know each other. They don't know me. Maybe they're sussed out, but I'll be the happy-go-lucky girl. So I go up and I go, hi, I'm Sophia. I'm shaking everyone's hand. No one's giving me their name. It's like, hi. You know, it's like, that. you know, when you say, hi, I'm Sophia, you should say like, hi, I'm Brittany or something like Aaron. No, there was just hi. I was like, okay. Wait, how many people were at this table? A good like 12. It wasn't a small you- table. Went out of your way, made your round to all 12 people. Well, I sat at, I stood at my chair and I like shook the people that I could reach around me. And the Mm -hmm. ones across, I like waved. I was like, hi, hi. And so I sat there. No one's really talking to me. And this guy looks at me and he goes, what do you do? Like, what are you doing in LA? Like, uh, where do you live? And I kind of explained it to him. I go, oh, I actually have a podcast on wax with my sister. And he goes, what do you talk about? And I go, oh, I talk about confidence i talk about mental health i talk about we interview people we talk about dating and first dates and he goes whoa 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 whoa, you guys have a dating podcast and i go well no not necessarily a dating podcast but i have a <laughs> and we do talk about first dates like what, red flags all that stuff just for fun and he literally stops the table as they're all trying to eat as they're all talking goes hey everyone hey everyone by the way, I already know the vibe. No one likes me here. No, hey, he everyone. doesn't. And says, this is Sophia. And she has a podcast where she talks about 
dating. So why don't we all listen to Sophia right now? And she tells us what we should look out for, for red flags, what we need to do better. And no one says anything. And I look at this guy and I go, hey, hey, uh, you're putting me on the spot here a little bit. And I don't claim to know anything. I just talk about my horrible first dates. And the guy next to me on the other side goes, yeah, let's talk about how shitty men are. And I go, oh my God, do I have, like, if I was going to have haters, like a group of haters on like a, um, on a, um, what's the, what's that page that we look up? That Reddit? You find any- Reddit. If I was going to have a hate group on Reddit, they're the leaders of this. <laughs> they did not like me. And the girls are looking at me in the most guys. Imagine Gossip Girl. Everyone's dressed like Gossip Girl. And imagine the glares that they can oh, shoot no. at you. It was that. Oh, no. And I get up and I go, you know what? If you eat sushi and that's your favorite, that's red flag. Good night. And I walk away. Um, I don't say that, but I go to mom and dad. I'm like, you guys, I gotta turn this night around. This is not the crowd. I can't keep doing the like pony Wait, show for them. What why would they just come at you like that? I you know what? I don't know. And this is the thing. I called Sistine and I was really upset. Like I was yeah. really, really upset because First of all, it's embarrassing that you're shitting on me in front of people I don't know. Um, I know you guys think I'm like, I can be a bulldog with some things. And Sassy and I don't mind calling each other out. But I really do get sensitive about things where it comes to putting the tension on me. And it's like a negative light. Also, you're shitting on something that we've been working hard at for a year and a half and um, making fun of it. And just because we talk about dating, they automatically think I'm like, a I don't know, like a well, hater on something. Why do you think they were being so maliciously rude for no reason? I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was I because I'll be honest, like I didn't walk in thinking I was like cooler than anything. I I never walk you No can, no no. It's not about how okay. you what walked you in or how they perceive you. Why do you think that they would just do that to a girl that they don't even know? Maybe jealousy or insecurity. I don't know if I I mean, I was pretty confident that night. I, like, worked hard on my putting my outfit together, my hair and makeup. I don't know if the girls just – girls being girls and they were trying to compare and they just didn't like me on that. And I don't really know where mm-hmm. the guy's animosity came from, which was really odd. Um, but I I don't know. It was – I walked into the room, and I'll just be honest. Like, it did not feel good. Like, the vibes were mm-hmm. not there, if that makes sense. So – um. Yeah, it was just weird, and I. I was just. I, I. I didn't even go back to the table. Like I walked out and I left, and I went to a restaurant and met up with girls and had a good time. Okay, so, so you turned the night around, though. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm happy to see that you're hanging out with a bunch of cool people and really nice girls. And what do you think? Because I feel like you're more social there than you are in Los Angeles. Like, what do you think the big difference is between? Oh the yeah. Two? Because I want to get your opinion on this since you, you've you lived here with me. Um, and I actually had this conversation with mom about people on the West Coast versus the East Coast and uh, the way they go about going out or the way they socialize and communicate and whatever it is. And I've just seen since living on the East Coast more that people are just very direct and they want to hang out with you. Like people want to go to dinners all the time. People want to go take walks. They want to meet up with you for lunch or coffee. Mm -hmm. And when they say they want to meet up, they do it. They follow through. They don't just say like, let's do it. Yeah. And I feel like, and you can say this, you can answer this too, is 
when it's the West Coast, I feel like you hear it, but no one actually follows through. It's kind of a pain in the ass to get anywhere. I am a prime example of that person who I really do want to hang out with you. So if I say, Sophia, let's go get a coffee. I would love to catch up with you. I really do mean that. But then the idea, the execution of actually getting ready, going out to get coffee, finding parking, coming up with conversation, it's not that hard when you're actually there doing it. But the Mm -hmm. whole process to get there gives me such weird social anxiety. And then I'd rather just say, screw it, I'm not going to do it at all. And I don't feel like getting coffee anymore. But then I get sad because I think I missed out on an opportunity where I totally agree. I think that East Coast people... I actually, this is my theory. I think a lot of East Coast kids uh, grew up going to boarding school because that was Mm -hmm. very popular in the East Coast and still is. And so when you're away from your home and you spend so many years, you know, relying Mm -hmm. on friends and classmates that you're living with full time as like your new sort of family and home, you have to force yourself to be social and follow through with plans or else like you're going to be left in the dust. Whereas in LA, I think a lot of people are more comfortable and coddled and okay with the idea of being alone or just with your family or yeah. maybe, I don't no, know. I, 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 by the way, that's exactly what I said to mom. And I was thinking, I just think that they're just more social people. They're just more people that are okay with yeah leaving the house or not. Because in LA, our houses are sanctuaries. Like, and also... I would say the nightlife in LA isn't necessarily one you want to go out all the time to. Like the Mm -hmm. restaurants even too, it's kind of a hassle to get somewhere when even if it's Florida or New York or whatever, it's a taxi ride away. It's a walk away. It's a, yeah, it's two seconds away. And so it's been nice being here because um, I'm constantly getting asked like, Hey, let's go get lunch. Let's go get coffee. Let's go get dinner. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, sure. I'll say yes. And then they're like, no, no, no. Like what time? (laughs) okay don't get too comfortable don't get too comfortable no 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 no, no. i miss you your ass is coming right back home no i miss you i miss you i actually really really do miss you we have lots to do and we do we got a lot of things coming up i think if there's some news i actually haven't even told you that's coming up that's positive you know you know what i'm so excited for what we actually have a lot of things coming up in la that we should talk about but I'm so excited. I have so much gossip and just key to tell you. <laughs> I have no gossip. Don't, I don't want to do it on FaceTime. I so badly want to get dinner with you. Drink a cocktail. Oh, wait. You know where we do this? Don't kill me. Don't kill me. No, no, no. Don't kill me. I decided to do Sober January. No drinking all of January. What do you think? Have you started? Yeah. The, but okay. So I'll so tell you Dean, why. Uh, do you know why I'm pissed? Because we're going because, to the game. Yeah. So for Sistine's birthday or Christmas present, I got her tickets on the ice and at this really cool restaurant downtown to go to a Kings game. On the ice. When I say on the ice, I mean on the ice, right next to the the I Rangers can't deal that are playing. Any more coldness? Oh God! Oh. No. Okay. I'll I'll explain. Maybe yes, I'll do you can for another day. I'll oh my God! 
I'll do a path for, for the Kings game, but I don't ever drink excessively, but I do think that um, the holiday season, it's just natural that you accidentally drink, drink more and you go to more holiday parties and there's Thanksgiving and then there's Christmas and there's New Year's and it's just a lot. And mm-hmm. um, I always feel really good when I don't drink. And I remember I used to do this. I do it at least once a year. I just pick a different month. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to do January just to see how far I can get. And if I break it, I'm not going to beat myself up because I probably will. Um, But I just want to try it. I don't disagree with you because I have been drinking a a lot lot here. Like on random days. Last, I had two glasses of wine with mom. Why? We were doing a puzzle. No, because, but that's adulting. I think as you get older... You just have a drink with every meal because you Everything. can. Mm-hmm. Because you can. But yeah, I just, and it's it's not a resolution that I made for New Year's, which by the way, I hate keeping New Year's resolutions because one, making a goal that long term to carry for an entire year is impossible. I can barely remember what I had for breakfast yesterday. How am I supposed to remember a resolution I made? Actually, Sophia, I'll ask you this right now. Do you remember? I'm pretty sure we shared our resolutions like two episodes ago. Do yeah. you remember what yours was? To walk in the room with confidence. Oh. Yeah. Good. It was literally like to walk in. Yeah. To never like go into a room not feeling the night that we went to that one club. The, remember how I was like super confident? Yeah. I've held that actually. I'll be honest. I can't even remember mine. <laughs> Uh, see, that's the thing. You have to make it super simple. And I also think you can start New Year's resolutions whenever you want. Start it that's now. That's true. If you guys were like, I forgot what it was, what are you feeling right now? After the new, the countdown just hit, what was the first thing you thought of that you wanted to do? That's your New Year's resolution. Okay. Right? Yeah. Fair. Anyway, you coming back to LA, right? Yes. I have and to, I'm I so have excited. To- we have to have so I have someone to talk about with you since I've been here. Stuff has gone on. Oh my! See, that's what's so crazy. I love when we do spend some time apart because then it's just the ultimate reunion. Reunion when we come back together. I know. Um, but something else that's very exciting that Sophia and I are doing very soon in the future is we are moving out of the broken <laughs> townhouse wait guys everyone is probably thinking didn't you just move in the answer is yes yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we did actually, just move in. Yes. actually yes we did just move in but as we were saying and complaining 800 times to y'all it's just a, it's just really a bad place it's just by the way also it's not safe everything breaks down i'll tell you what my final straw was as if the roaches weren't enough, as if the ceiling leaks weren't enough, as the if carbon the carbon monoxide. monoxide wasn't enough. I will tell you the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm. I was trying to heat up French toast in the microwave. And guess what happened to the microwave? It exploded! It exploded? Exploded. Aye. Microwaves kaput. Well, now how do- you heard it here, folks. No, but like, I'm done. I'm good. No, it, it, it's a pain. It, I, and especially since it hasn't even been 
a full year and nothing, nothing is working. And you guys, we're not even complaining. Like we haven't even included all of the leaks, leaks with an S, like in every single room that pops up once a month the black water that comes out of our faucets like you guys think we're living the mold half the outlets don't work i think people think that we live in like some super nice place that we're just like spending whatever no 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 we definitely chose we chose this place and it's just not working anymore so we're moving we're building character with this place yeah we're moving out but sophie and i decided that we should get two one bedrooms next to each other. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was so on board with that in the beginning. Okay. Well, I'll, this is, I, I just like living with you. And I think it's fun uh, waking up in the morning and we just have our little coffee talk. But, but since, uh, since you've kind of been talking about it more, I think it actually does make sense because you and I, we don't want to live apart, but we think that it would be better since we, as we say, eat, sleep, live, live. Like we are super codependent on each other. And she has a boyfriend now to have some space and decorate our own place and start to kind of, you know, like you, you need that time. Like I, I like to wake up super early in the morning. You know, you know what you're going to miss out on? Your coffee. Yes. And I will be waking up every morning early to turn it on for you. (laughs) You're going to walk over to my place, make it and then leave. Oh, wait, that's the thing is, you guys, you think we're moving like away? We're living on the same floor next to each other. <laughs> Two feet One, apart. I'm actually so excited for that. I think it's pretty cool. You said you made a vision board, right? I've already started decorating it. I'm so excited. I, I already know exactly what I want. I've picked out all of my furniture already. I'm so excited. I'm just, I don't know. No, it's exciting. I, it's like another chapter. It's something to look forward to for this new year. But you've, you've actually never lived alone, right? You've never lived alone. Um, not alone alone. Like I've lived no, with you, another room. But no, I lived well, like downtown. No, you've had roommates. I've had roommates, but most of the time, like my roommates would never be there. So no, it I was mean, like, like I was living alone. But I haven't actually had an apartment zero. No, alone. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I've never done that. You did that in New York for a year. I think you'll like it. I'm excited. I actually think I'll like it because also you're near me. So it's not going to be that bad. Yeah. But it'll be cool to see what our styles are uh when we start to decorate what, and stuff what's something that you're gonna definitely not miss living with me <laughs> hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. um probably i won't miss you complaining that i spill coffee grinds everywhere and you're like did you take out the trash did you do this did you do this like you think I don't do anything? <laughs> like you just don't you see don't. me do it. I do. I do. You don't take out the trash every single time. You think it just randomly is filed and like empty, whatever. What about me? I I knew mine right away. Oh. <laughs> I won't miss. Okay, Sophia. I don't know why you do this, but say if I'm grabbing a rice cake or a date or a snack or whatever. You always rip it in half and then leave the other half in the bag. Oh, and so yeah, like, I do I'm like, I don't that want, a lot. I'm like, who le- like, what am I supposed to do with, with this half? You ignore it. And you, this- yeah, you but then ignore I have it. To, That's but then fine. I have to like take that one out to get the one underneath and put that oh, one back okay, in. Okay, Sistine, it's not that hard. You just take it out it's and you put it back in. Cake. 
So you gotta watch the whole ice cake or the whole date. <laughs> okay, well, you know, no, it's fine. I'm excited to move out and live near you, not with you. <laughs> um, okay, actually, um, I wanted to bring this up because I read about this in the New York Post and I wrote this down. Actually, wait, wait. You said you sat next to someone on the plane. Do you want to get into that? Oh my God, I forgot about this. Um, yeah, you guys know that I just am such a fan of weirdos on planes and I always sit next to the good ones. And of course, I sat next to another kook on a plane, little kooky guy. Uh, so I I was on my way to Sun Valley and luckily it was a very short flight. Mm-hmm. And I sit next to this guy. Also, and how, had, the fact you got home, you were able to get a flight home is impressive. I know. Every flight was canceled. That was mostly yeah. Aspen. Um, mm-hmm. This guy had, I kid you not, the world's smallest dog. I've never seen a dog so small in my entire life. I've eaten a burrito bigger than this dog. It was so tiny. And it was really, really cute. And they're like, oh, do you want to hold it? And I was like... No, I'm afraid. I always get nervous when I hold people's uh, small dogs and babies because my first uh, reaction is I'm going to drop it. So I mm-hmm. don't, I don't want to be responsible. So I'm like, oh no, 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 it's okay. I'll just pet it. And then he starts like smelling the dog's paws, but really going like taking a whiff. Like and he goes, what do you mean? Oh, like smelling it. Like I was doing that, and. I- like, okay interesting and he goes oh my god it smells so good puppy paws smells so good. smell the dogs paws smell them you're joking no it gets better <laughs> what he goes no smell smell how good that my dog's paws are like they smell so good and i was like no it's fine no 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 smell them nope i smell the paws what's wrong with you you're just as creepy as a man you, not any the, better than I, him how do you say no you say I, no thank you wait i'll show you right now oh for God, people that think Steve. i'm lying yeah i don't i believe you but i don't understand why look uh, at the applause <laughs> yeah sistine was it everything you wanted and more i'm not gonna lie the pause felt horrible you're so gross. Probably he was stepping in his own shit or something. No, it was not good. I was like, what? Ew, anyway. ew, ew. Okay. Another tale. Well, I wanted to tell this because um, the reason why I brought this up and I read it, I was like, I feel like I do this a lot mm-hmm. when it comes to, you know, we always like to talk about dating, but I read about this article about what millennials are doing this upcoming year. And it's called, it's a new dating trend and it is called hardballing. So it was made popular by Gen Z and it's so that means it's probably like 24, 25 and younger. And it involves a lot of maybe hurt me, hurting and t- like truth telling and early dumpings. So basically what you do is you tell them basically instantly what you're looking for in the relationship, whether it's, hi, this is me. I want to fling or hi, I'm looking for marriage probably the next five years. And if you're aligned, great. If you're not aligned, out, cut out. So it's just, if your match doesn't play, like if it isn't aligned with theirs, then it's an instant goodbye. It's called hardballing. So basically Gen Z's are like being very upfront 
about what they want in a relationship. Oh, so, They're not wasting any time. And okay, if it's so the, not the same, cut. Oh, okay. So it's not a dating show or an app or anything. This is literally no, no, no. Just it's a just, way it's a type of, of dating. Yes, no, it's a new dating trend. It's just called hardballing. So it's ba- if I went up to a guy and I said, I want kids in the next five years. I want to get married. That's my goal. I'm not looking for something easy. I'm looking for something long-term. Yeah. And if they say, oh, yeah, I want something long-term, but I'm not looking for kids, out instantly. You don't even give it a chance to say, oh, maybe it might work out. Even if it probably you guys are compatible personality-wise or See, humor or whatever. I, so what do you I think, think about that? that? Well, okay. See, it's, it's interesting because you know how people say that like women sort of have a timeline they have to go by and mm-hmm. you know the longer that you wait to for example get pregnant um you know the higher risk you are uh and so i think that that's good if you're a certain age in a window that you're actually looking for you know a husband or a family or whatever it is so maybe you like for me right now hardballing seems way too harsh and it's going to crush my little ego and would make me really sad um because I don't want to know someone's opinion of me that severely but if I was it's I think you're misreading what it is no 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 but listen if I on you no like no no for example say if you're like I want kids and they're like no f kids I don't want that you'd be like what the hell like you know no I I would say okay then we're not a match but see what I'm saying is if I was maybe 29 I would love to you know do this hardball dating because then I know for fact what I'm getting because sometimes dating is fun right now you get to figure out and you get to find compromises and differences are good too I agree but I completely disagree at the same time and this is how does that make sense it makes sense because basically for me i would say i'm considered you're considered gen z and this is like younger kids doing it they're not older if i want something that's simple and i want a fling i'm gonna make it known that this is a fling i'm not gonna waste time and let this person think that they're because what if you're what if you were going out with a guy and you said to him that i want a fling and he thought the whole time that you wanted a relationship that's shitty for you not to be upfront and tell him the truth that you were not looking for anything serious or vice versa for him. Imagine if he was going on eight dates with you and you had no idea that he was seeing four other people because he just wanted to fling, but you didn't. Look, I'm not saying that the approach is correct. I don't think you need to be first date like, these are my requirements. This is what I'm looking for. And if you don't have them, I'm out. I think that's a little bit immature and a little bit jumping the gun. But... What I would say is even at my, like, I'm only 25. Like, I know what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something that's not a fling. I'm looking for something that is a bit more substantial. So eventually I would hope for on the third date, maybe to bring that up and say, okay, I I hope you're on the same page with me here because I don't want to waste my time. But, but you see, the problem is most guys that we go out with today, you ask them hard-hitting questions like that, and they immediately go into their hermit crab shell. Then they are, just... then they are immature, and you shouldn't go out with them. Okay, Sophia. Then you are the guinea pig. You start hardball dating By in twenty twenty two. Why am I not hardball date? You don't ask these questions. I don't, but it's not the point's not to like ask the questions like a psycho and go, if you're not this, it's more like you casually bring it up. If the guy is saying, 
oh yeah, I'm not interested in marriage at all. I don't want to get married. I just want to travel the world and not have kids, which is totally fine. Totally fine. But it's good to know. And then that means, yeah, I don't want to do that. Or if that's like what you want to do, that's great. I think I do agree with you in some ways, but I feel like if you take a bit of hardballing in a way and kind of go, okay, I'm not going to lower my standards or change what I'm looking for for a guy. You know what I'm saying? I I think it's Mm -hmm. it's important because like imagine, I mean, you and your boyfriend, like you guys both went in with the same intention, the exact same one. How how would you feel if you like went on a couple of dates with them and then within like two months he was like, you know, I was this wasn't supposed to be serious, it's supposed to be a fling. Oh, I've been there. Let yeah, me exactly. Tell you, that and hurt. and that it sucks. Hurt. It sucks. So I think that 2022, if y'all are hardballing, don't do it in an aggressive way. Be a little bit nicer about it. But I also think don't lower your standards and be upfront about what you want because you know, time is precious and you don't want to waste it dating someone that wasn't your match in the first place. And yeah, the differences are good. But when it comes to the ground bases of like moral stuff and like whatever it is that are deal breakers for you, then like, you know. Amen, so, yeah, I sister. Was, thanks. I just thought that was interesting because I was reading a lot of 20 year olds were doing that. And I was like, that's a little young to probably be doing that. But I guess one year old. 20 year olds not one year olds 21 year olds yeah it says millennials are doing this no Z, I mean I made a joke you didn't get my joke no I can't oh you were glitchy for a second so So speaking of dating um I was watching the news with mom yesterday and I wanted to bring this up because it was really sad but it was really um kind of like a good thing to think about And Mm -hmm. it kind of puts life into perspective. So basically, in Times Square, this mom puts her daughter's dating profile in the middle of everything. And uh, it's using this... Do you know which one I'm talking about? No, but I would die. Imagine. It's like, meet my daughter. I forgot her name, but Chloe. She is 25. She loves this. It's in the middle of Times Square. This mom puts it up. It's using this dating app called um, Wingman. The Wingman... um, CEO put it up for the mom. So it's all over. It's blasted everywhere. And so um, I was watching this. I was like, mom, if you ever did that, I would kill you. I would kill you. And we continued watching. And it was really sad because um, the mom goes on to explain saying um, I had cancer and it came back and it's in my bones now. And so my daughter is trying to find someone to marry so that I can walk her down the aisle. And so the CEO of um, Wingman put it up for the mom. So oh God, it like, I know. So the mom is uh, like going to pass away soon. And so the mom was saying on the thing, like, all I want to do is see my daughter go down the aisle and I want to do it before I pass away. And mm. so it was, I was like literally tearing up. Mom was tearing up and it was so, um, sweet and sad and you can just see their bond and it, it reminded me of us and our mom and I don't know it just kind of shows you like it puts things in perspective for a hot second it's hard to be like live every day to your last or whatever but oh god heartstrings <laughs> you know it really shows too that everyone wants to find love and everyone really wants to be loved Mm-hmm. As much as people don't want to admit it. And that just shows the daughter wants to find someone and the mom wants her daughter to be in love. And like, that's yeah. just... 
Well, you know what she that's said? That's what she it's said, all about. No, she, that's funny you said that because she, the two things she said was she's like, I want to see my daughter walk down the aisle and I want to know that my daughter's happy with someone good before I pass away. Oh. Sistine. She's like, all I want to do is go and know my daughter is with someone that's good and is making her happy. I lost it. Mom, of course, lost it. You know, hearing stuff like that, although it really puts a horrible ball in my throat, um, it really is important to listen to stories like these because although it is really hard to hear stories like that and um, as much as it makes you want to cry and um, share it with your friends and pass it on, it... It really is important to look inward and look at your own life and see how lucky you are and that, you know, you're healthy and you have family that loves you, you have friends that love you. And that girl is very lucky. She has a daughter, I mean, a mom that really loves her. I mean, Mm -hmm. oh God, that is just, why would you share that? Why would you share that with me? Well, I just feel like, sorry, I know, Sistine. (laughs) I know, I know. I just, I just heard it, and I thought, like, I mean, all I, like, all, yeah, you were right. Everyone wants is to, I mean, not everyone, but I feel like a lot of people want to find love and be in love and all that stuff. And it, I look at mom when I was when we were talking, and I was thinking, yeah, it's really hard every single day to wake up with this idea that if tomorrow was my last day, like, what would I be doing? It's, I mean, Mm because life is hard. We're gonna have our ups and downs. You're gonna wake up sad. You're gonna wake up happy. You're gonna wake up hungover, not hungover, whatever it is. But it's really important to kind of take a step back and go, okay, if I was hurt and I only had a few months, what are the things that are so important right now? If you guys are going to go into 2022 with any perspective or mindset, go into it kind of like that saying, okay, I want to find good people around me. I want to have a really great job and be happy with my life and have positivity and great friends and memories or whatever it is that makes you happy. But I just hope this mom and daughter find the guy that she's been looking for and that they have this wedding and I get to see it all live. Because Me I want to be there. Amen. Right? Amen. Amen. Want to go Should into do... advice? Yeah. Let's do unsolicited. So this person says, <laughs> this is a funny question. What is something that absolutely frightened you as a kid? Something that mm, absolutely know. frightened you as a kid. That's easy. Oh, can I guess yours and you can guess mine? Yeah. Coraline. That was one of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, something that frightened you. Clown, obviously. Yeah, well, it, I'll tell the you. Clown when, killer. When to, yeah, the clown killer. That story of uh, John uh Quincy, I don't know what his name was, but yeah, clowns are not my thing. Anything that involved clowns. When I went to Circus Soleil as a kid, that stuff was not my thing. A clown came up to me and touched my face, and that was the moment I decided I have it out for clowns. I will run, I will hide, I will jump in the water, and I will lose my shit. So yeah, I um, wanted to be it. a clown for Halloween just to freak you out. I would. I wouldn't talk to you. <laughs> I wouldn't talk to you. Um, what's what would be, I feel well I know your fear is full like deep water thalassophobia you can't see what's underneath <laughs> thalassophobia um, yes, I feel uh, like your fear as a kid you like scary movies though so there's not a lot of things that really scare you like you loved the nightmare before Christmas that really creepy guy that's full of bugs you know yeah. that <laughs> Jack Skellington you love him what scared me as a kid 
The movie Monster House freaked me out. I can't tell you and what it is. Pan's Labyrinth freaked me out. Oh, fair. Jumanji. But the original Jumanji that, really yes. scared me. That's yeah. so funny. It scared yeah. me too. Yeah. Oh my God. And, it was horrifying. And um, uh, American Horror Story uh, season one. Sistine. You want to yeah. hear that? Those are yeah, my, I think those you things. and I were together during this. And this mm-hmm. is a funny story. We were at our cousin's house and it was the first episode of the first season of American yeah. Horror Story. And we are in their like little movie room and we're laying down as kids. It's probably late at night. We're having our little milkshakes. And the scene that pops up that I will never forget that you and I didn't sleep for like days after watching this was when the nurse was tied up and her face was down on the couch and the guy was just stabbing her over and over in the back. Yeah, you know, I watched it recently and I was like, oh, it's not that scary. It probably wasn't that scary. But when we watched it originally, we were freaked out. I think we're younger. But I'll tell you this. If you guys watch Pan's Labyrinth today, DM me and let me know if it scares you. Because it's still... Oh, God. That gave me such nightmares. I mean, the guy with the eyeballs on the hand. I mean, it's it's twisted. I don't like anything like that where they can't see and they hear you. Well... I am coming home soon and I cannot wait to see you. It's oh, going to be so much fun catching too. up. Um, and you guys, we actually have an idea. Mom and dad are coming back to LA soon, which is really exciting. Maybe we do a mom dad episode where we do a couple's questions for them. I think that sounds like a brilliant idea, Sophia. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to Unwax Podcast. And yes, this is the last time you'll see us doing a Zoom like this. To- it's always going to be together next time. So do not Very worry. Very nostalgic, by the way. I know. This is really nostalgic. Super weird. Super weird. Super weird. Yes. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We promise we will see you next Tuesday. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Listen on all those platforms. Follow us on on wax podcast on instagram TikTok. comment 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 leave us reviews that helps us a lot yes and if you want your unsolicited advice answered make sure you go to the apple podcast page leave your question in the ratings and review section give us five stars we love you so much thank you so much you guys for listening we'll see you next tuesday bye, bye.